This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. That it is, and we'll have plenty of time to take your calls, your thoughts, ideas, and the topics that you want to discuss here on KGMI Connects. As always, our phone number, 360-676-5464. But we've all been watching with anguish uh, what's happening in the Middle East, Israel and Hamas at war and um, things you've got to think only about to get worse as that things intensify following the attack by Hamas on Israel over the weekend. And people, of course, we're all watching this and our hearts go out to those who are there and um, how is our local Jewish population, our local Jewish community reacting to all this, and uh, what are their their thoughts? Well, joining us for uh, the start of the program here today is Rabbi Avremi Yamush of the Roar Center for Jewish Life here in Bellingham. And uh, Rabbi Yarmush, great to have you with us here today. Uh, good afternoon. And uh, so, and. So um, you contacted us and said, uh, you know, we, we're obviously watching this, and, uh, and I'm, I'm interested to know, I guess, first of all, uh, were you as shocked by this as, as all of the rest of us when this happened and the news came out over the weekend? A- absolutely. It was in the middle of a Jewish holiday, a uh, uh, Jewish holiday where uh, I was, as, as uh, Jews, we, we do not, on holidays, um, Use our use technology, so I was not on my phone till Sunday night. And opening up my phone Sunday night, the news hit like a ton of bricks. It was awful. It was terrible to hear. Um, and absolutely, it was it, it's shocking, horrifying. It should shock everyone. The the absolute atrocity of what happened should be shocking to everyone. Yeah, regardless of what you may consider uh, as far as the the political situation there, whatever your take is on that, I mean, these were brutal acts of uh, inhumanity, uh, what we're hearing uh, having come out of this. It was a absolute massacre. It was, as you said, inhumanity. There were babies murdered, beheaded. It was, was, it's truly... Inhumane is maybe the only word you could actually use. Um, yeah, got nothing else to add to that. Yeah, well, and and I think all Americans, uh, to one degree or another, feel. We, yeah, I mean, Israel's been a staunch ally of ours, and uh, we've been uh, an ally and a protector of that country. Um, as long as most of us have been alive, and uh, and but I suspect the Jewish community especially feels a close connection to that country, even if they don't have friends or relatives that live there. Yes, and uh, the Jewish community came together on Monday, and uh, we made a prayers for Israel rally, and we had a, a, a large crowd of Jews coming together to pray. We have uh, since then. There's been a lot of connections to the Jewish community, talking to each other, encouraging each other, um, encouraging each other to do acts of goodness and kindness. As Jews, we always uh, fight darkness with light. Um, you also have to fight the pure evil that exists, that that pure evil has to be fought, has to be destroyed. But in our own lives, we have to fight the, the darkness with light by acts of goodness and kindness and charity and prayer and coming together in solidarity. Those are things that we can do and we've been doing over here and supporting uh, uh, organizations that are helping uh, Israelis recover from this and dealing with, uh, again, the atrocity, the cleanup, the uh, just the terrible stuff they're dealing with. And we're supporting them financially and in any other way. And not just Jewish community of Bellingham, which is coming together and doing that, but also communities around the world. What, I guess, uh, what importance does the state of Israel itself have to uh, the identity of Jews here in the United States and, and around the world, for that matter? What, how, does, how does Israel relate to, to you as a people, I guess? Israel is the Jewish people's homeland now and forever. 
Um, we live in different places. We're loyal to the country we live in. We, we support the countries we live in. We care for those countries. But it's your homeland. It's, it's the place where uh, we are indigenous to that place. It's, it's our spiritually the place where uh, Jews, we pray towards Jerusalem uh, all around the world. It's, it's, it's the center, the beating heart of the Jewish people. And, you know, you talked, obviously, about this, the atrocities that we've seen. And Israel has been at war, uh, in, a, in a state of war, even in uh, more peaceful times, with groups like Hamas and Hezbollah and its borders, also some of its neighboring nations at times. Um, but we've never seen anything quite like this uh, as far as attacks on Israel and, and just in, in this whole conflict. And What's your feeling? I mean, are, it seems almost like we're entering a new, a new stage in, in all of this, and, and, and that, that it's just it, where, where we thought it seemed like things maybe were sort of stable, but now it's just it's, it's worse than ever, it seems. So I think that we, we due to the uh, deterrence that the Israeli army has had achieved, that we forgot what the mission and purpose of organizations like Hamas and Hezbollah and even uh, Islamic Jihad and, and Fatah, the PLO, their organizations have constantly stated that their goal is to destroy the state of Israel. And as long as Israel allows those countries to be at their borders, those, those, those organizations to be at their borders, those organizations will constantly, as soon as they have the opportunity to accomplish these horrendous acts, they will do them. This is not new. The, 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 the scope of the attack is new and is massive. And again, is, is atrocious for firing 5,000 rockets from, from Gaza uh, into civilian populations is something they've been doing for years at times. This is, they're using their opportunities that they have to murder civilians. That's what they've wanted to accomplish. And we have to be aware of that constantly. So the, the only real change was the scope and the capacity to accomplish such a horrendous act. But the will to accomplish this has always been there. And therefore, again, as, as President Biden said at the top of the hour, I heard him say it, silence is complicity. We have to know that this is what this terrorist group stands for. This is Israel's 9-11. This is, uh, um, we have to, you know, destroy evil. It's true and absolute and pure evil. And, Hamas must be taken out and not be allowed to have any ruling power in any neighboring area to the state of Israel. We're speaking with Rabbi, uh, Rabbi rather, uh, Avrami Yamrush, the director of the Rohr Center for Jewish Life here in Bellingham. And if, uh, if that goal is achieved, if Hamas is crushed and taken out of the picture, in essence, obviously it, it would be a thorn in the side of Israel and, and those that might be allies to it. However, do you think if it's, if it's taken out of the picture politically, is there a way for Israel to come to a solution, come to some sort of a, a peace settlement that would last with, uh, with Palestinians, with the Palestinian authority or or some other uh, governing uh, body that might uh, might come into place in, in uh, you know, with the Palestinian people. I believe that peace is possible with any human being, any Palestinian, anybody whose goal is not to destroy the state of Israel. Absolutely, I believe that is possible. What's your take on on steps that Israel has taken as far as um, expanding settlements and some of these issues that uh, Palestinians, uh, whether Hamas or not, uh, raise as being um, antagonistic toward them. Uh, wh- what is your take on how the Israeli government has conducted itself in, in recent years and decades for that matter? I think trying to figure out which policies are correct or incorrect is only a way that might allow some justification for this terrible attack. This uh, uh, Hamas and, 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 and the PLO are organizations that were created before any settlement organizations that existed. They are not there. This is not a response to settlement uh, uh, growth. This, this has been in their charter from the beginning. Their charter is not to destroy settlements. Their charter is to murder every single Jew. 
the Hamas charter is not just even to, to murder the Jews in Israel. They want to murder every single Jew. The, uh, one of the Hezbollah leaders in the past has said that he hopes all the Jews of the entire world move to Israel so that way he doesn't have to hunt them down all over the world. He can kill them all in one place. This has nothing to do with settlement or anything like that. This has to do with a group that its entire uh, uh, existence is based on the idea of one thing, to murder every Jew they can. Are you concerned about um, an existential threat? I mean, maybe more than, than Israel has faced in the past at this point. Israel's always in some form of existential threat. Um, they, from, the, from its war of independence in 1948, the Six-Day War in 67, to the Yom Kippur War in 73, which the first days of this war are very similar to the surprise of the Yom Kippur War, um, those, Israel's constantly, am I worried? Absolutely. Uh, we pray extra every single day since this war began that God should help the Jewish people, and we should see miraculous victories. But I also know that there is Am Yisrael Chai, and Jewish nation lives forever. We will survive this. We will survive uh, um, any future threats. Um, Again, there is worry, there is trepidation, there is going to be cost and in and, and, and blood for in whatever we, Israel has to do to secure its borders. But um, I, I'm, I'm resolute in the fact that the Jewish people will survive this uh, and, and come through stronger than ever. Yeah. And you mentioned cost, and I think that's on all our minds as well right now with the uh, Thousands of young Israelis being called up and uh, and are already on the front lines here, um, and and, the, and many taken hostage, and and of course there'll be loss of life among the Palestinians as well in, in Gaza and elsewhere. And uh, this is just a horrible situation, and uh, one that I uh, you know we it, it's almost too much to contemplate. Um, but our hearts go out to everyone involved in this. Rabbi, um, I, I just the way hope that you pass along to everyone in your congregation, your community, which is, of course, part of our community, a major part, and uh, you're, you're valued. Um, Israel is valued, and um, we just, uh, we're here with you, and I uh, hope you'll reach out and, and let us know anything that we can do to help, help bring comfort, and, um, and we hope to stay in touch with you as this as we continue to uh, experience this uh, as, a, as a nation and a world. Thank you, Joe. And uh, anytime you want to speak, I'm, I'm available. All right. Rabbi Avremi Yarmush, the director of the Rohr Center for Jewish Life here in Bellingham. Always great to talk to you and uh, wish the circumstances were better this time. That's for certain. Wish we were talking about uh, one of your many festivals and, uh, and, uh, and pleasurable moments. God willing, in the near future, we'll speak about happy occasions. All right. Thank you, Rabbi. Bye. And uh, we'll take a quick break. Be back with uh, your thoughts on whatever is on your mind here on KGMI Connects. Our phone number is always 360-676-5464. Your kitchen, the heart of your home, where you gather for conversation and enjoying time with friends and family. Is your kitchen tired, well-loved, in need of an update? Westside Building Supplies extensive offering from Canyon Creek Cabinet Company can give you the kitchen you've always wanted. The experience and friendly staff is ready to help from design to installation. My wife and I love to entertain and wanted an updated kitchen that met our needs. Shopping for new cabinets can feel overwhelming and we really appreciate the way Tara listened to our needs, provided great insight, design options, and walked us through the entire process, offered suggestions for efficiency and function, and even emailed us a 3D image of what our new kitchen would look like. The installation was smooth and efficient. We love our new kitchen and would highly recommend Westside to anyone looking for new cabinets. Reimagine your kitchen with Canyon Creek Cabinets from Westside. Stop in today on The Guide in Linden and at westsidebuildingsupply.com. 
Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866-733-5111. The Seahawks are back at home on Sunday, October 22nd against the division rival Arizona Cardinals and we want to send you to Lumen Field with two tickets to cheer on the Hawks. It's easy to enter, just go to this station's website and click the contest tab. Then fill out a registration form and you'll be entered to win a pair of tickets to see the Hawks host the Cardinals on October 22nd. Sweepstakes live until October 20th at 10 a.m. One entry per person. Find details and enter at this station's website. Go Hawks! Dedicated to service, shining a light on local individuals, law enforcement, and groups giving back to our community. Brought to you by Nieder House of Luxury in Bellingham. Dedicated to service congratulates Allied Arts of Whatcom County upon their selection this year for the Community Impact Award. Allied Arts of Whatcom County is one of nine honorees of the 2023 Governor's Arts and Heritage Awards, the highest honor bestowed by the Governor's Office for accomplishments in arts and culture. Active since 1979, the staff and volunteers of Allied Arts of Whatcom County empower artists via events and gallery space, enrich school children through education outreach, and work as local liaisons to art and enthusiasts of all ages. Congratulations to all and thank you for your service to our community. Dedicated to Service is brought to you by Nieder House of Luxury. With Bellingham's finest selection of jewelry, including GIA certified diamonds and lab-grown diamonds and custom design. Nieder House of Luxury, 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, next to Lombardi's Back Patio. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us here on this Wednesday afternoon. Sorry, getting a little ahead of myself here this week. But um, let's go right to the phones. Doug in Bellingham joins us. Hi, Doug. Hey, Joe. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. I appreciate the, your willingness to talk about difficult subjects. Um Obviously, what's happening in the Middle East is is horrific. It's it's absolutely horrific. Uh, the problem I see is uh, people want to say, "Well, you, you need to be on the Palestinian side, or you need to be on the Israeli side." And, and quite frankly, I can't be on either side. I, I see I see horrific bloodshed coming from both sides. I think both sides are guilty, and uh, I, I I'm hearing more people saying that 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 they're really quite disgusted with, with both sides. And I think what needs to happen is both sides need to step back. I, I hope the violence ends soon. I, I really do hope it ends soon so the healing can begin, because that's the only way we make progress is when the healing begins. But the healing can't begin until both sides take a good, hard, long look at themselves in the mirror and say, what do I need to change so that this, horror doesn't happen again yeah um i i guess i'm i'm not holding out a lot of hopes for um for healing uh following this uh, especially with uh, what's occurred over over the recent days and uh some of the uh the, the violence that's committed been committed and the atrocities uh i think the you know that this is uh gonna add to the uh the animosity and there's no trust left now. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously Hamas is not seen as a, as a partner for peace. And, uh, quite frankly, I, I don't know that the Israeli government is seen that way either, but, um, yeah. And where this goes from here, I, it's, it's, it's impossible to say obviously, obviously, but it's, it's not going to end soon. Think, that's for sure. Yeah. I think that it is when things get the darkest, that people start looking for change, uh, and, and maybe that's what's happening here. Maybe it's it's so horrific that uh, people are going to be, like, desperate uh, for change because obviously what's happening now, uh, it's not working. It's just patently obvious it's not working. And, and when it gets the darkest, then people really have to take a hard look at themselves 
I mean, anytime I see something like that, uh, even even though it's on the other side of the world, I still ask myself, what do I need to change personally? What what do I need to change personally so that maybe in some small way I contribute to a more peaceful world instead of a more violent world? Yeah, absolutely, and that's all. All that we can control really is how we own, uh, how we as individuals or as individual nations act. Yeah. All right, Doug. Appreciate your thoughts. Take care, Joe. You too. Let's go to. Uh, let's see. Michelle in Bellingham is on the line. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Um, you know, I think the world of you uh, really do, and you know that. And uh, not only for the job you do, but because you're a very fine human being. But I do have a couple of questions for you. Um, but first, I I want to say um, I uh, I respect what Doug just said. But at the same time, I disagree with him because Israel has never started a war, never started a war. They have always responded to existential threats against them throughout their 75-year history. And um, that's the historic record. Uh Um, I wanted to also say that tomorrow, and this leads me up to my questions to you, after I make a point, tomorrow at the UW, University of Washington, in Red Square, kind of an ironic name to say the least, uh, but then I guess they still have one at Western, too. Um, but in Red Square, they're going to have a massive rally in favor of Hamas. It's been called by uh, the Hamas, uh, um, the, the students who support Hamas and feel their violence is necessary. Now, obviously, um, I don't think that um, we continue to allow lynching in this country, even though it was, uh, I think, over 4,000 lynchings occurred until we finally uh, stopped it. And, um, you know, it just it, it almost never occurs now. I can't remember the last time a black man was lynched. Um, but uh, anyway, the, the point I'm making is that this rally should not be allowed And I'll tell you why. And this is the question I'm going to ask you. Um, Would you, let me ask two questions, would you allow a rally at the UW or any uh, college in Western Washington for the KKK in favor of their violence, their lynchings, their horrible, horrible behavior during the course of their history? Or the other question is, would you allow a rally for a white supremacist group who advocated the um, elimination of Black Lives Matter and of the elimination of the people who support it. Now, this is exactly what Hamas is doing and exactly what the people who support Hamas are supporting. Okay, I'll turn it over to you. What do you think? Well, I, I obviously, I mean, white supremacists, uh, Nazi party, uh, Nazi parties, um, the KKK have held rallies in modern times. It's not something that doesn't happen. And uh, I think those groups should be allowed to. Now, uh, if someone wants to speak out and say Hamas is, is justified in doing what it's doing, I I don't think that our laws pro- prohibit that, and uh, our right to free speech allows it. And uh, I at the same time, I it's abhorrent. But oh, are you there? Michelle? I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds like somebody somebody behind you. There was a horn or something that beeped. But um, but I I I believe that we should allow a you know uh, if there's a protest or a rally like this and. I don't know what the the circumstances or the organizers, what their motivation is, if it's support Hamas specifically or to support the is the Palestinian people. Um, I, I don't know what the, the, the particulars are, but I think we're going to try to send someone up there to see what, what they, those students are talking about tomorrow and what their well, position is. Well, it could is. lead to quite a bit of violence, and I'm a little bit afraid of that. Um, you know, I, I disagree with you, but I respect your answers. I think they're thoughtful. I'm glad you answered the questions. You're honest and true to your, your ethos, and I respect that immensely. Um, uh, it's one thing. It's okay to disagree with somebody as long as you respect them and you 
express you let them express their point of view. Um, I'll end the conversation today by saying I stand with Israel. I stand with everything the rabbi said. He's 100% correct, and I'm not Jewish, um, nor do I even have very many. I have some Jewish friends, but I'm not in the culture or anything like that, not involved with anybody who's Jewish. But I, I know the difference between right and wrong, and a group like Hamas is the epitome, just like Hitler was, of pure, unadulterated evil to kill civilians, behead babies, kill children in front of their parents, and vice versa, burn people alive. All of these things have been documented now to happen. This is unforgivable in, uh, you know, somewhat the same way that it was unforgivable for Emmett Till to be lynched in 1955 and um, for supposedly, uh, you know, whistling at a white woman. Um, That was a horrendous thing that was done. Totally wrong. And everything Hamas has done is totally wrong, okay. totally evil, and needs to be stamped out. Totally. Thanks, and Michelle. Appreciate That's you. it for today. All Thank right. you, Joe. Thanks for your Bye. call. And we'll take a quick break. We've got others on the line, and we'll get to them, and we'll have time for you as well here on KG Mike Connects 360-676-5464. Are you looking for a pizza experience like no other? Look no further than All Time Pizza. All Time Pizza with 21 different fresh pizzas to choose from with a grand variety of fresh toppings. Craving a pizza adventure? Try their buffalo chicken pizza, Indian pizza, or Linden Lion pizza. You'll be surprised at the flavors and freshness. Their fantastic all-you-can-eat buffet provides you with an opportunity to taste and try many different types to find your favorite. Plus, the buffet includes a salad bar with all your favorite fixings. All-Time Pizza has just opened their bar with seven taps, international bottled beers, huge selection of cocktails, and virgin cocktails as well. Enjoy a whiskey sour or gin martini while ordering off their new Indo-Chinese menu with delicious roasted tandoori bites, fish fingers, or a must-try is their Chicken 65, just to name a few. Plus, All-Time Pizza has catering on options for your special occasions. Yes, all this. All-Time Pizza has it all in Linden. All fresh ingredients all the time. Find them in Linden's Bender Plaza just north of the ball field and at alltimepizza.com. Hear that? That's the sound of winter on its way. It's wet, it's windy, and ice and snow aren't far behind. This year, be ready for the Northwest's winter weather with a 24 Subaru Outback from Dewey Griffin Subaru. It'll keep you and your family safe no matter the weather with all-wheel drive and an all-new standard safety package. Plus, up to 32 miles per gallon fuel economy. Dewey Griffin Subaru. Community-minded, community-driven, and the only Subaru-certified tire and service center in Whatcom County. At Puget Sound Energy, we're proudly aspiring to reduce our own emissions to net zero and to go beyond by helping others reduce carbon across Washington. Together, we're investing in local renewables, strengthening the electric grid, helping customers switch to electric vehicles, innovating with low carbon resources, supporting our communities, and saving energy along the way. Together, we're creating a clean energy future. Do you know a group or individual in our community that works tirelessly to make a difference? Dedicated to Service wants to give them a special shout-out on the air. Email the details to dedicated at cascaderadiogroup.com. Dedicated to Service, brought to you by Nieder House of Luxury, Whatcom County's premier jewelry store, with over 45,000 unique pieces to choose from in their online store, and over 1,500 beautiful choices in-store. Nieder House of Luxury, 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, next to Lombardi's Back Patio. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on KGMI Connects. Let's go to Tim in L.A. Yeah, how you doing? Um, Yeah, I went to Western, so every now and then I 
check to see what's happening up in Bellingham. But, okay. you know, what I'm hearing from the rabbi and a lot of the other couple of the other callers is is condemnation for Hamas. And I understand that. I mean, it's uh, what happened was horrific. However, there is context for what Hamas did. And let me give you a little bit of an analogy here. Say you've got a dog and you tie it to a short chain, and every day you walk by the dog and you give it a good kick, and you feed it crummy food so it's malnourished, and you let it lay in its own feces and waste. You teach your kids to kick the dog, and you just keep kicking the dog just for no reason. And then, and then one day the dog, for some reason or other, grows up big and strong, breaks its chain, kills maybe a couple of your kids and comes after you, and you're and you and you're surprised that this happens. The Palestinians have been have been subjugated. They've been repressed, oppressed in every possible way by the Israelis for 75 years since they were ethnically cleansed out of the out of their own territory in Palestine. What do, what do you think? There's three million people in Gaza, and in this tiny little basically what it is, as it's been called, an open air prison. It's exactly what it is. And every time they try to get a little power, the Israelis put their foot on their neck a little harder and a little harder. And you've got corrupt, crooked politicians like this Benjamin Netanyahu. It's, this is a perfect pretext for him to, to literally ethically cleanse the, the Palestinians out of Gaza. You know, Hamas wouldn't even exist if they, the Palestinians had been treated fairly by the Israelis when they came to, when they came into, and Israel came into being in 1948. But that's been, it's been getting worse and worse. And since what, about 1995, or maybe after the Clinton uh, uh, administration, things have just gotten worse and worse and worse. And, uh, and nobody, not, no, no U.S. administration has, has even said a word to the Israelis in public about, you know, hey, maybe we can, we need to get this thing settled down and maybe we need to give the Palestinians some of their territory back. Uh, and not only that, but they, the Israelis have been uh, taken over the West Bank. They've uh, just taken over with settlements. They bulldozed their, their olive groves and everything. You think, and everybody is surprised that there's this kind of a reaction. You know, people talk about, you know, babies getting beheaded and all this sort of thing. But what the hell is the difference, I ask you in the audience, is a baby getting beheaded up close and personal by a Hamas fighter or getting blown to bits by a missile that the Israelis purchased from the U.S. as it's as their family sitting in their living room in Gaza, and all of a okay. sudden a missile comes in and blows everybody to hell. Okay. You know, people, right. people need to get, get figure out that there's pretext here. Okay. All right, Tim. And uh, a different perspective than we've had, but uh, thanks for your input. Let's go to Jim in Seattle. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you today? I'm I'm well. Uh, my message uh, in all this turmoil is: uh, do worry, be happy. Okay. <laughs> so we can be thankful for what we have here, and we can worry about what's happening elsewhere and here, and try to be positive about it. Not that it's easy. Uh, so Antonio Gramsci said, he was a famous Italian dissident in jail uh, under Mussolini, he said, one must always have a pessimism of the mind and an optimism of the will. So I'll comment one time if I can. Uh, there's a, a live journal as the website. It's also known as Gore Vidal, A Cheerful Response. I'd like to just say, this is 1986. He says, since spades may not be called spades in freedom's land, let me spell it all out. In order to get military and economic support for Israel, a small number of American Jews who should know better have made common cause with every sort of reactionary and anti-Semitic group in the United States, from the quarters of the Pentagon to the TV studios of the Evangelical Christians, or Jesus Christ, as you call them. So he says uh, to show their hearts are in the far right place, they call themselves neoconservatives and attacks the likes of Mailer and all in the interest of supporting the likes of Sharon and Greater Israel, which was what we're seeing, as opposed to the peace now Israelis, whom they disdain. There is real madness here, mischief too. So I'll remind you, in the time I have left, that we have Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know, she's completely anti-Semitic. Breitbart, uh, you're familiar with that. 
So what I will say is there's a percentage in life. If you ever follow gambling or the, the national championship, the March Madness, every they, they, the, the teams are given a certain amount of percentage chance to win, and it usually works out roughly to the where it is. So okay. that means there's a percentage, some, any different possibility could happen, including that right-wing people of all sorts will band together and suppress us and never have to pay the price. But there's also a, a very great risk that not only Jews, but all left-wingers and poor people will be ethnic cleansed and, and horrors abound because, you know, I hope you understand what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I absolutely. I, I think so. And uh, yeah, I, and I, as our last caller, I, I was pretty strident, but uh, uh, I think um, made the point that, um, that, uh, you know, there are, uh, there are, issues on both sides. There's not uh, one side that is an innocent victim here. However, uh, that uh, I don't think justifies in any way, shape, or form the, the horrific violence that we've seen. Appreciate your call, uh, Jim. But, um, you know, and I think it's important to, to point out as well that um, there are factions within Israel and maybe, and I wouldn't equate them, I'm not trying to equate them with Hamas or or to uh, in any way justify what Hamas has done uh, in this instance, but uh, I mean, who have worked against peace and violently worked against uh, any sort of peace with the Palestinians. You know, Yitzhak Rabin, he was a hero. He was uh, a war hero in Israel. He was the prime minister. He uh, uh, really engineered the rescue of uh, Jewish hostages, hostages held in Entebbe. Remember the the hijacked airplane uh, that was held there under Idi Amin, and uh, and he was the leader uh, that got those people out, most of them safely, and uh, he became prime minister but was gunned down by uh, a, a far-right uh, Jewish uh, person who, after he signed uh, the Oslo Accords uh, back um, under the, the Clinton administration. But uh, so there are those who will work against peace on both sides, some obviously much more stridently than others, but um, I think it's a point that's uh, worthy of being made. And we'll take a quick break and be back with more. We want to hear from you, 360-676-5464. GMC, I've done a great job with the new trucks. I'm blown away. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Northwest Chevrolet Buick GMC Cadillac. I love trucks. I really love trucks. Matter of fact, if you ever see me driving something around town, it's going to be a truck. But what they've done with a new model is absolutely amazing. Yes. I thought that GMC had really good competition with the other brands. But what they have rolled out this year and what they're coming with is absolutely untouchable. Great quality, super cool technology. How they look, how they drive, is can't compare with nothing in the market right now. Not because I sell it, because I, I'm a big fan of other makes and models. It's just because it's true. I've driven them, and I'm absolutely in awe. GMC. We are professional grade. Northwest Chevrolet, Buick, GMC Cadillac. Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866-733-5111. If you were to lie awake each night wondering, are the kids and I safe here tonight? If you were forced to choose between feeding your family or covering your rent, what would you do and who would you call on? Right now, more and more Whatcom County families are faced with these questions every single day. Become a housing hero and help Lydia Place break the cycle of homelessness and poverty for families in Whatcom County. 
The need is more critical than ever, with more than 100 families on the housing wait list. These families are our neighbors, our friends, and our community members. You can help. A monthly donation of just $5 can provide safe housing, mental health counseling, and parenting support to Whatcom families experiencing homelessness. Because we know that investing in families is the best way to break the generational cycle for this generation and the next. Please don't wait any longer. Sign up to be a housing hero today at lydiaplace.org donate or text Lydia to 26989 to make an impact. Because it will take a community to end family homelessness. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Joining us here on this Wednesday afternoon, let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Oh, oh, Rich, I am so sorry. I think I pushed the wrong button and I hung up on you. So call back. Sorry about that. That was my bad. Let's go to John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Um, Yeah, Michelle was talking about the uh, the rally or whatever it is going to be up at Western for the well, Palestinian side. We've you know, been looking for, for, into it. I think I think is they're, they're planning it down on the UW campus. I believe is what. Oh, uh, UW. Okay. But um, you know the thing is there are video cameras now, and uh, these people that are out there who are supporting Hamas. Things it's one thing to support the Palestinians and to want Israel to treat them better and maybe allow foreign aid from super rich countries like Saudi Arabia to help you know rebuild the infrastructure and all that stuff. But as long as Hamas uses tactics like this, it's going to be an endless cycle of re- retaliation. And I mean, I, I just you know, like having people praising Hamas. You know, uh, uh, I hope we get their pictures. I hope we know who these people are at this rally, you know, because, yeah, uh, uh, these are dangerous people. If you support people who, you know, on either side and, you know, the caller from Seattle made a great point. You know, I feel so much for the Palestinian people and what they've been suffering all these decades. But it's like the tactics that they use retroactively just you know justify in some people's minds what what israel does to su- suppress it mm-hmm. but anyway yeah. um yeah i i wouldn't i wouldn't censor the you know the people that want to be at the at the rally i want to see who who these idiots are you know who who would su- okay. support terrorism like that but as far as like censorship right we were talking about this yesterday uh-huh. and michael my good friend friend from uh from from linden the nut. Um, while you were on va- vacation, he, you know, he, he brought up to Bill Bill Davis this conspiracy theory stuff about Michelle Obama really being a man, and you know his his nine eleven uh, in you know conspiracies about the the Pentagon and all that that stuff. I wouldn't want him censored. I want to know like what what people b- believe the lies that they're you know stuck in like molasses. And can't seem to break free, but okay. you know censorship is 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 only like there is necessary censorship, right? There's unnecessary censorship, and no one's for that. But Michael, if you believe there should be no censorship whatsoever, then give us your social security number when you call. Okay, right? Tell well, us what uh, you're checking. Like, I mean, come on, well, you know? I, like, yeah, I mean, certain I, information I, is private. Right, right. I know some. You know. We censor that. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's within reason. And I think most anybody would say, okay, you can't go uh, publicizing people's uh, personal information like that. And there there are limits, obviously, that there and uh, the Supreme Court has found that there are limits to free speech. But uh, as far as um, uh, speaking out on uh, issues like uh, war for that for that matter or politics or what have you, I mean, uh, the people who wrote the Constitution lived in times of great peril, really, for a, a new country that had just won its uh, its independence and whose independence was uh, probably still on pretty thin ice. But they decided that, uh, you know, you should be able to speak out, speak your mind, uh, regardless of what I, I, I at that time that would have included those speaking in favor of the crown, you got to think. But. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Sorry I hung up on you, Rich. 
Oops, wrong button. Yeah, exactly. It happens. No, really good interview with that uh, Jewish rabbi. That was really good. He answered it very well when he said, you can't, you can make peace with anyone who isn't hell-bent on your absolute destruction. And I think that's really hard for us to understand. We don't live in the Middle East. We have relative peace and freedom. And the idea that someone will dedicate their life to the extermination of a different race or culture, I mean, it's Mm-hmm. A little bit foreign to us. This is barbarism and warfare, like from the Old Testament and the Bible. It's just totally horrific and barbaric, and so we don't really understand it. And Michelle had an excellent question to you, and I think to everybody. Do would, Should we allow the free speech of a group that cuts the heads off of babies? I would say no. You should not ever give someone freedom that wants to murder people. I mean, that's not part of freedom. You don't, I mean, there would not, nobody in Western Washington would allow a KKK demonstration. I mean, has there ever been one in our lifetimes, Joe, here? I've never heard of one. Oh, not that I know of, no. Um, but I mean, uh, technically, yes, they but, would have that right, but at the same time, it's highly immoral. I mean, it's yeah. like, wow. But, you know, neo-Nazis have marched, and, and I can't think of a, a, in recently, but I mean, in recent decades, they've marched in a Jewish, uh, largely Jewish City of uh, Skokie, Illinois, and uh, in in those, you, know, you and personally, I, you you have freedom to do these things one on one. But when you're going to organize a large group in a public place, you know you have to get permits. You have to mm-hmm. do it the right way. Is that allowable to allow a group that is, like John said, a terrorist group? I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you want to gather information on, them, but do you want to embolden them and gather them up? And there's a risk of like counter violence, maybe other people like. The, yeah, the caller who yeah. was defending Hamas because of the dog-kicking thing, see, that's not true. When Israel bombs something, it's in response, and they give warning. Sometimes it's as much as 72 hours, hey, we're going to bomb this to death. That gives the innocent people time to leave. And then the casualties are much lower. Now, Hamas never did that on the holiday. So it's not apples and oranges. And from what I've read, the Jews have treated Palestinians equally and fairly in government and daily work and lives. Now, I read Netanyahu's book, and it has 40 pages of citations that support his claims from other printings and government articles and news stuff over the years. They do war very humanely. They are not out killing innocents on purpose, and they do warn people that they're going to blow something up. So that's, wow, that's I think that's pretty good. All right. Okay. Well, Rich, it's I appreciate apples and oranges. All, All right. right. Have a good day, you Joe. too. Yeah, take care. Let's, take, let's go to Tim and Everson. Hi, Tim. Hi, Joe. Hey, I, I agree with the last part of Rich's call and that other guy, and I guess he was calling from Seattle uh, with the analogy of the dog on the chain. Uh, from that L.A. Guy. He's, uh, yeah, LA. from L.A., yeah, yeah. Los Angeles. But he's been, he, that I, he has a history here. He, he, he said he went to school at Western, so he stays in touch with what's happening up here. Yeah, well, he's not in touch with the world because there's a big difference between uh, cutting babies' heads off after after you have declared war, and people, uh, and then and then your country or your territory or whatever gets bombed. There's a big difference there, Tim, in L.A. And you know, stay in the in the swamp you're in, whatever. But the the reason I did call was. Uh, uh, you know, usually I cringe when Doug calls in, but he made a good point today in saying, you know, sometimes you have to look at yourself and can I, and actually Rich said, you know, he said a week or two ago, you know, are you giving, are you giving, he called out a couple callers, which I haven't heard them respond to that, uh, uh, question. And so I thought, well, I'm giving, but can I do more? And I just wanted to say real quick, and then I'll get off because you've probably got a couple of callers. Uh, I called the Linden Food Bank to see if I could volunteer, and they're all booked up. Okay. I called the uh, Nooksack Valley. They don't even, I tried, they don't have a phone number. Okay. So I did sign up today with the Ferndale Food Bank. All right. And they all seem like real nice people, and I want everybody 
to at least try and do something. And like Doug said, can I do better? Well, that's it. All right. And well, and, and that's something that we can do in these awful times. And what can we do? Well, maybe we can't help those who are in the middle of this terrible conflict, but uh, maybe we can show a little more humanity to those closer to home. But uh, thanks, Tim. Let's go to Jim over on San Juan Island. Hi, Jim. Hey, Joe. Thanks for um, taking my call. Listen, I just left Ferndale, by the way, some coincidence, but uh, okay. so I'm not in San Juan. Okay. But uh, I just wanted to say that gentleman from uh, L.A., that's a really, really good analogy. I really respect the analogy. If it were to apply, it doesn't apply because these are not the people who have been kicked and kicked and kicked. These are the people whose children for generations have been told that they've been kicked and kicked and kicked and have, have developed this angst within them that has to retaliate. And this is the fault of the parents and the leadership uh, of all the people leading Palestine for the last 40 years. Otherwise, that would be a really good analogy, but it's not the truth. All right, Jim. Uh, well, and, and uh, I think that uh, there's truth to what Jim says, too, about um, you know the radicalization of, of the youth there. And, um, uh, and, and, but, and it's not to say, though, that uh, the Palestinians— I, I, I think it's going out on a limb to say the Palestinians have been treated fairly— uh, over the years, uh, in, through all this, um, but I, it, I, it, it's it's so difficult. Uh, so real quick, let's go to uh, Lou and Lyndon. Hi, Lou. Hi, Joe. Yeah, back in the late seventies, Joe, I took a a, co- a college class called the Introduction to Islamic Civilization, and I was surprised to learn that Muhammad taught that once they had conquered the Muslims had conquered an area. That area must forever remain Muslim. And the Muslims control the area that's now Palestine, Israel, for over 700 years. And so when the Ottoman Empire collapsed and the British took control of it, it was a very thorny situation because the British had made a promise to the Jews that they would help them get a little tiny state and, and as you know, the countries around uh, Israel are all Muslim. They have like 400 million people, huge countries, and little tiny Israel the size of New Jersey has about 7 million Jews at the most. Okay. Well, we're... So the Jews have always been at a disadvantage, And uh, but I, as a Christian, I believe God has regathered the Jews back into the Promised Land exactly as Moses prophesied would happen. All right, Lou, and I appreciate your call. We're out of time. We'll resume our conversation tomorrow at 4.